The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the world. We've been waiting for you. What's right with you? How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Welcome to Hello, everybody. It's Gary Douglas, and Dr. Dane is packing for another long trip, so he's not going to make it today. So I have as my guest uh, the founder of Pragmatic Psychology, which is Miss Susanna Mittermeier. And some of you may recognize her from the past. Who knows? <laughs> She's the happy person. <laughs> She's always happy. She should get over it. <laughs> exactly. Or not. <laughs> yeah. How you doing, Susanna? Awesome. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be on this show and be talking with you about being pragmatic, you know? Yeah. Well, it's like the thing for me, it's like I was involved with all kinds of churches, cults, and religions. I know you probably were not that stupid, but I was. <laughs> and, uh, and so it's like it was always interesting to me because I was always looking for uh, a greater, you know, a greater possibility in life uh, to, and it's like, and I noticed that these people would, you know, it's like I'd go to these metaphysical things and they'd go, well, you know, you want to handle your money, you, you must loom on, the, you must weave on the loom of Maya in the golden light of the seventh house of the ray of the, and I go, what the fuck does that mean and how do I use that in my life? Yep. Doesn't work. Exactly. Crazy shit. So. I went to I went to Catholic girls' school, so I you know I kind of know what you're talking about and kind of not, but I know what you're talking about with handling things. It's like you know, like whether it's metaphysics or spirituality or psychology, it's actually about handling anything, whatever you know, whether it's your childhood or handling any problem, rather than looking for just choosing a greater possibility, right? Yeah. You know, you know, it's like just what do you want to choose? Mm. Totally. What do you want to choose? So, so what I've been wondering, especially with, um, you know, today's topic with pragmatic psychology is like so much of this reality is about what you just mentioned, the handling of any kind of problem or any kind of relationship, like, like kind of like dealing with things is enough for people the dramatics of things rather than the pragmatics of how to make things work for you right you know drama is way more fun than you know like actually making things work isn't it it's so 80s gary it's like hello (laughs) it's so 80s that means we have to have shoulder pads and also (laughs) and you know fluffy hair 
<laughs> exactly, and dance, flash dance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We <laughs> have a caller on the line, Miss Mary from Mexico. Yay. Hi, folks. How are you, Mary? How you doing? I'm not too sure today. What question can I ask that will bring me the greatest joy and ease? <laughs> well, what, what you, could you ask that would be the greatest joy and ease? I've been asking that since the Dane's Google thing earlier today, and guess what? What? I'm still asking. Okay, so you need to ask that 24-7, by the way. Oh. Because when the ease starts to happen, if you acknowledge that it's getting, oh, that was easier, then what happens is more of that shows up. And then every time you go, well, that's easier, so more of it shows up. And every time you say, well, that was easier, more of it shows up. Creates a different possibility when you're willing to acknowledge the places where it starts to get easier. You know, on the show when he talked about what would it be like if things were that way now in the in the terms of ease, it was there. Yeah, it is there. You know, and you got to get that it's like you know what what is actually possible in the world is so much greater than what most of us are willing to live with. Isn't that weird? Yeah, sometimes I wonder why I hang on to that crap. Many it's times fun. I I got it's fun. Think of the drama. Without the drama, how would you have anything? You know? <laughs> Boring? So much fun. So much more fun to be dramatic. <laughs> okay, so here we go. We got a process. Yay. Okay. Have you made so vital? Are you going to be the writing this down person, Suzanne? I'm going to do my best. Okay. So Go for it. What have you made so vital? Vital about the thoughts, feelings, emotions that keep you stuck in this reality. It keeps you from the ease and pragmatism of true possibility. And everything that is times a godzillion, we just want to create it all. Yes. Yes. Woohoo. Right and wrong, good and bad, holy moly, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow. I, love I got that some process. company, I take it. That ain't just for me, is it, Gary? No, yeah, it's not just for you. Yes, it's just for you. It's not for anybody else. <sighs> Shit. Yeah. Well, again. What have you made so vital about the thoughts, feelings, and emotions that keep you stuck in this reality, that keeps you from the ease and pragmatism of true possibilities? It's time to Godzilla when you start and create it all. Yes. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, holy moly, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Good golly, Miss Molly. Wow. Oh, cool. We have Ann Maxwell, who is sending me stuff about what it is, so I can actually run it. How cool is that? I love it. Thank you, Ann. She's or always else. on. She's so what have you made so vital about the thoughts, feelings, and emotions that keep you stuck in this reality, that keep you from the ease and pragmatism of true possibility? Everything that is times a godzillion, we just want to create it all. Yes. yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Good golly. That's <laughs> interesting. So it's basically every like, oh, you know, this sucks would be, you know, the thoughts, feelings and emotions that people make vital, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the thing is, you have to have feelings in order to have thoughts. Mm-hmm. 
motions so that you can make yourself as limited as possible. Right. I agree. So, so say more about that. So this is really, really interesting. You know, we've, we talk so much about thoughts, feelings, and emotions with Axis, and, and actually that the feelings, you know, it's like the first thing. So feelings would be then actually a misapplied and misidentified awareness. So it's basically what am I sensing, what am I aware of, you know, whatever it is, you know, Monday morning, people are getting ready for work and have the point of view, oh, my God, I don't want to go to work. And then you go, oh, my God, I don't want to go to work, which is basically an awareness. But you go directly to feeling, right? And then you go to thought, which is this conclusion thingy. And this is, is yeah. the, you yeah. know, holy grail of getting stuck in this reality. Yeah. And you use thoughts in order to prove that you have an emotional reality. Mm-hmm. Oh, where is that? So this would be like navigating through this reality. So people use thoughts, feelings, emotions as a GPS through this reality, right? Rather well, than awareness. It's, it's, they're looking yeah. for a conclusion. So it's mm. like if you're looking for a conclusion, all things become possible. But if you're looking for a conclusion or a rightness or wrongness, then only that which matches the conclusion you've already come to can come to your awareness. Wow. Really strange, huh? Mm-hmm. So let's do that one more time, okay? Yep. All right. So what have you made so vital about the thoughts, feelings, and emotions that keep you stuck in this reality, that keep you from the ease and pragmatism of true possibility? The true possibility <sighs> is anything becomes possible. You know, it's like, and I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, everything is possible, except that, and that, and that, and that, and that, and anything you want to do. Yeah. Um, you know? And that's like that came later. It's like it started with, oh, my God, this and oh, my God, that and the excitement and the, the joy of everything. But the oh, not that and that, that came actually way later and more often not that and not that got added by every year. Big time. So everything mm. that is time to Godzillion, we just run and create it all. Yep. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Mm. Doggies. Mm. So what have you made so vital about the thoughts, feelings, and emotions that keep you stuck in this reality, keep you from the ease and pragmatism of true possibilities? Everything that is times a godzillion, we just run and create it all. Yes. yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all <laughs> nine, shorts, boys, beyond. How are you feeling now, Miss Mary? A lot better. Cool. So you cool. might want to keep running that for a few thousand years. Uh, <laughs> Or until it gets to the point where you can have the possibility of things instead of the I can't do this point of view. And rerun that part of the Google Play today. Okay, cool. Thanks, Gary. Thanks Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. We have somebody else on the line, Leisha from Winnipeg. Hi, Gary. Hi, how you doing? Good, thank you. Um, last time when I was talking to you guys, um, um, you know, I, I mentioned wanting to get into energy work and I noticed afterwards that just felt so horribly heavy and, and afterwards it occurred to me that kind of the idea of, you know, getting into consciousness work is something that felt lighter and felt better. Well, then maybe you just lied when you said you wanted energy work. Maybe you're actually interested in consciousness work. Okay. And maybe it's not so much work. Maybe it's more play. Yeah. I, Okay, love that idea too. Yeah, okay. So then I notice though when I when I kind of think about, you know, okay, well, well first of all, I, I did the process to 
um, kind of bring more into my life, okay? Uh, you know, what can I add? And, and that's been fun. But when I go back to this idea of trying to make that happen, trying to make the consciousness worker anything different other than my day job happen, there's, there's a real heaviness that comes with it. And, you know, I struggle with... Uh, there are other approaches that I've done, like practices, techniques, okay, in addition to access consciousness. And I feel like a trader... There are two feelings. I feel like a trader not doing those, and or I feel like I'm stuck in this place of I don't know which one to pick, which one's the right one. And, well, and I like, know... Are you a no, human or a humanoid? Sorry? Are you a human or a humanoid? I think humanoid. Okay, then you choose all of them. <laughs> yeah, and logically, I go there. like it's like, I can actually give you explanations why each are okay. suitable. Why don't you just ask, which, which can I get to do today? Who's going to pay me money to do this? Mm. Are you asking for that? I did not go there, no. Oh, why not? If you don't ask, you can't receive, darling. It didn't occur to me. <laughs> you got to ask. Okay, but, but then, okay, so that almost implies, you know, it's got to be just one, though. Yeah, and oftentimes it's a mix. You've got all these things. Which of these can I do today that will make me money right away? Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, and I've played with that one. Okay, play a little more. Okay, so the, the which one will get, you know, uh, I don't remember it, I'll go back and listen to it, but the which should I get to do today, you know, pay, blah, blah, that one you figure will clear up the feeling I have of just kind of being torn? Yeah, well, you are torn. You want to do everything. <laughs> I'm sorry, haven't you noticed your whole life you wanted to do everything? Uh, okay, that's good. Um, and you, of course, never had anybody tell you you could only choose one, right? Yeah, no. But I can't get to the delivery on stuff, so I notice I, I, you know, try everything and then fall flat on my ass. Oh, you don't. That's a conclusion. That's a lie. Oh. And it's not pragmatic. So how many lies are you using to stop yourself from choosing? Oh, bajillion. Oh, God, zillions. Everything that is times a godzillion, we just trying to create it all. Yes. Right on, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Hmm. Okay, yeah, like oh. that one. So how many lies are you lose, using to keep yourself from choosing? A lot. Everything that is times a godzillion, we just trying to create it all. Yes. Right on, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So how many lies are you using to keep yourself from choosing? Tons. Oops. Tons. There's, there's, there's my grandson. That's oh. it. That's. What is he saying? What else is possible? Oh, what Aww. else is possible? See, when you have that as your ringtone, it's hard to see anything else except what else is possible. Yeah, That's exactly. so perfect with the clearing. We're just running with the conclusions. What else is possible? <laughs> yeah, short and sweet. Yeah, sweet. And it's, so it's like, and by the way, you can find these on someplace. I don't know where. Mm -hmm. I know you can the Access website and find them. If any of you want to buy them, they're $2, I think, something like that. Or three dollars, and my grandson gets that for his college education. So help me out, will you? Oh, for sure. <laughs> Man, if you run one, maybe with your with your grandson saying it, who knows? There could be like a boom sale. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> that is fantastic. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thanks for calling. Okay, bye bye. Bye.
Okay, so we have some other people waiting on the phone, but we're not going to get to them before we go to break. So let's just talk a bit about this pragmatic psychology stuff. Susanna, mm -hmm. you, you wrote a book called Pragmatic Psychology. Yes. Personally think it's wonderful. Have you had any other people think it's wonderful? Yes, I'm surprised. You know when you write a book and you just do it and then people actually find it brilliant? You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's very cool. You know, and I, I, I love all the, you know, all the books that I've gotten to write. And it's like, and the ones that are coming out now are getting better and better, which is really uh -huh. cool. And the first ones were really cool. And, and each one gets better than the last one, which is kind of sad. No, it's not. It's fun. Mm -hmm. I like it. So, uh, so, you know, it's like, are you writing a new book? Yes, I actually am. I'm just writing actually about um, family and parents. It's going to, right now, the title is Parental Fairy Tales. You know, all the fantasies that people have around family yeah. and parents and all that stuff. And what else is possible beyond it? I think you should call it the fantasy family. Fantasy family. I like it. You know, it's like, it's like, I mean, it's like, look at the things they have on TV. You know, it's like when I was growing up, it was, Leave it to Beaver, <laughs> Father Knows Best, The Donna Reed Show, and all these things where somebody was really cool and the other parent was sort of like half-assed, and, <laughs> uh, and nothing bad ever happened, but it was like, it was a half an hour of just, you know, how can we make something unimportant important? I know. It's like, it's like pretense drama, and it always works out. <laughs> Yeah, so, so I really wonder, and I love this, um, like, just talking about the pragmatism of things. It's, it's like, I just had a telecall about relationships today, and it's really interesting that so many people are so in love with their fantasies and keeping the drama on drama, and not so many people actually interested in having the freedom of, of knowing what works for them and knowing what they actually desire in life. So I'm really, really happy of bringing this work out there in the world. And what else is possible? Well, mm -hmm. I hate to say it, but we have to take a break now. Yay. So even though we're taking a break, please go online, find Zan Xander's Tones, and buy, buy Xander's Tones. He's got another one called Psychopath and another one, Smoking Hot. I love it. So, so thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you shortly, and we'll be right back with more uh, Access Consciousness on the Empowerment Network. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hi, everybody. This is Gary Douglas. I'd like to invite you to the fun and joy of having a download of these wonderful clearings that we do in these shows. I realized that I've asked people to put them on loop, and not very many people know how. So we decided that we'd offer you the chance to have us doing it for you and in our voice to make your life easier. Thanks for being with us, and thanks for being part of our life. To sign up for the Pearls of Possibilities Clearings Program for only $5 a month, visit whenisthetime.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head. 
that when run, assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Gary with my wonderful guest, Miss Susanna Mittemeyer. Mm, thank you, Gary, for that introduction. I like it. Thank you for being here, you sweet, <laughs> amazing person. At any rate, uh, so we were talking about pragmatic psychology, which is really about looking at things in a more pragmatic way. You know, it's like, I mean, one of the things that it's like I took psychology when I was in college, and it was interesting to, to discover that psychology was mentioned as the, it was written up as being the study of knowing. But mm-hmm. it's like now it's become about behavior change, which isn't knowing. No. It's really strange. So It's interesting how it changed so much. It's like really the, the study of knowing and now the study of behaving right and fitting in and controlling behavior, I mean, that's nothing what it actually used to be. Oh, and that wasn't should, what it should be either. So, you know, no. we'll figure it out however it is. Yeah. So, yeah. So there we go. Okay. So uh, let's take another caller. We have Nancy from New Mexico. Hi. Hi, Nancy. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you both? Good. Thank you. What can we do for you? Uh I wake up sometimes rather frequently with a lot of heaviness and darkness around me, and I've been trying and trying to uh, pin it down and let it go and choose something else. And this morning I realized it, I used to do that when I was a teenager. We got a new house that for some reason seemed to have some darkness around it. And it's just like waking up when I was a teenager, and I'm wondering, could I use uh, biomimetic mimicry or what, what, what might work to let that dissolve well, or go back into the past or whatever it is? Biomedic mimicry will work. You could also try, have you done this thing of cocooning yourself in blue, purple, and red light every night before you go to sleep? Oh, no, I could try that. <laughs> yeah, try that. It's like it's a red that's kind of got an orange tint to it. So it's mm-hmm. like it's a red-orange, not a red-blue. So you use blue, yeah. purple, and red with a little orange tint to it red, orange, and cocoon yourself in that when you go to sleep at night. And if you do that, you wake up in the morning without the heaviness or without any thoughts, and nobody can get it in and nobody can mess with you. Wow. I will try that. Cool. All right. There you go. Tools that was easy. 
Cool. Thanks for calling, Nancy. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. We have Jennifer from Connecticut. Hello, Jennifer. Are you there? Hi, Gary. Hi, Susanna. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi. Hi. I have a question um, about questions. Uh, I think I'm actually abusing my questions. It seems like um, I'll ask a question, and then I'll ask another question, and then like a half an hour later, I realize I'm still asking questions, and then like an hour later, I'm still asking questions, and then I'll (laughs) tell myself I have to stop asking questions, and it'll be quiet for a little bit, and then I'll have the thought, well, so where were the questions coming from? And then it'll like start all over again. I love it. (laughs) And it's not, you know, and by the time I'm exhausted and I'm, I'm assuming, I realize it's an assumption or a conclusion that I'm doing it. So I'm not being, are you, I think I am, but I don't know how to not. Are you looking for questions to create an answer instead of awareness? Yes. Um, okay. So that's yeah. one of the things I see a lot of people do. They have this okay. tendency okay. to think that if they, you know, they're supposed to get an answer when they ask a question, no, you're supposed to gain awareness. The purpose of the question is to gain awareness, not to get an answer. If you start trying to look for an answer, then you're always going to lock yourself up with, you know, thinking, well, I, I got that answer, but that can be right, can it? You know, but it's like you're looking for awareness. What awareness are you getting that you're not acknowledging? Yeah, and, and it's I really. Guess that's it. Oh, I'm sorry, go, go ahead, Jennifer. No, it's it's really like a new muscle to train to to actually be looking for awareness because we're so trained. I mean, st- since school days, to always get the right answer, and it's like this. You know, somehow trying to be right when we think we're wrong anyway, and at least get the right answer anyway, any answer at all, right? So we're so trained to get these answers, and looking for awareness is really a totally new language, a totally new muscle to train. Otherwise, we're doing the we the do do questions, like the question doers, uh, rather than like you say, be just be, and and you know, what am I aware of here actually that I haven't acknowledged? Yeah, I guess it, I guess it seems like. When I'm, I know it's going to sound really stupid, but it sounds, it feels like when I'm being, I'm not aware. No, <laughs> being, you have no thoughts. Yeah. Do you misidentify the misapplied thoughts as awareness? I feel like sometimes I get awareness through words. I mean, I know I'm also very easily manipulated um, by words. And so then I feel like, all right, I'm not going to listen to any words at all. And then I don't feel like I'm getting any awareness. And so it just gets in this really weird space. And by the time I'm done, I'm just exhausted. And then, well, obviously by then I've made myself wrong for it. But um, Yeah. And is it too easy? So is the awareness part way too easy? Are you good with difficult? And is awareness way too easy? Oh, that feels kind of light. That's the yeah. Well, awareness is too easy. Mm-hmm. I remember when I had a conversation with Gary and he said, well, just be. And I, you know, for days I went around, okay, am I being now? Okay, okay, I'm making coffee. Am I, am I being now? What's being, you know? So I tried to, I tried to figure out what being is, right? <laughs> Which yeah. was really funny. And I was on, am I being now? So um, until I actually went and went, you know what? stop that shit with figuring out what being is just let it go and I'm like oh 
that's being. <laughs> yeah, let it all go. It's practically, it's practically speaking, easy. Mm-hmm. I had a um, facilitator tell me once that I thought awareness was boring. <laughs> like, that's how I was misidentifying and misapplying that it was boring. Well, it's like a whole lot of people have the point of view that if you're totally aware, it will be boring. And, it's, and I'm telling you, it's so not. It's like when you're being aware, there's so much information going on. You do not need a TV anymore. I just tell you. I mean, you, you just, you know, have anybody around you and you go to f- get the full download of what's going on in the world. So whether you want it or not, it's there. <laughs> so it's really not boring. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's, it, it seems like there are certain things that I really, really want to be aware of. And I'm wondering, maybe it's, I'm trying to be aware of things that I think would be entertaining or something like that as opposed to not wanting to be aware of things that I just plain don't want to be aware of. Well, are you yes. awareness so you can have the adventure of living? You know, I think I'm trying to get it right, too. Yeah, when well, everything I'm, that is where you destroy and uncreate it all. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. It's kind of like selecting a channel for on the TV, like what channel would I like to be entertained by? It's like, you know, you're selecting what you want to be aware of, which is not so much awareness. It's more like a conclusion of, okay, this is what I'm willing to receive, but not that. This serves my purpose of entertainment and this not. So it's like, you know, what if it's just, you know, you're willing to have all channels, whether they're evil or nice or whatever. It's just like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It, when I um, came back from the 2-3 in Denver, I had come up with a, um, every morning I would, I would do this list of what would create little change and big change. <laughs> and so I would go through all the things I was going to do during the day and say, well, and try to get the awareness of uh, which was going to make the biggest change and then go do them. And that yeah, worked for a while. Yeah, but that's kind of more conclusion than awareness. So what have you misidentified as conclusion that is actually not? Awareness. Everything that is times a God's name, we just try to create it all. Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what have you misidentified as awareness that is actually not? Mm. Everything that is times a God's name, we just try to create it all. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So you might want to run what have I misidentified and misapplied as awareness that is actually not a few thousand times until you find you have no thoughts in your head. Once you have no thoughts in your head, then you'll be doing aware. Okay, great. I appreciate that. And it's interesting that, that the space that shows up, I remember when the first time I heard, I heard about people who meditate and it's this space of whatever they call it, nirvana, blah, blah. And, um, and I went, oh my God, that seems so boring. And so, so then when I started with the access tools and I got to say, I, I, I loved my brain you know, before access and even then. And, you know, I used to be a real brain footer, you know, a brain on legs. And um, so, so not entertaining in, the, in my brain at all would be like, what? What am I doing now? So, so the space that shows up, what I realized is really it's not boring at all. 
it's just so uncomfortable and so many times that people want to fill the space with something, you know, thoughts, feelings, and emotion, because it's just this familiarity of feeling like everybody around them, you know, like, oh, I feel connected to everybody because I feel like them. My body feels like everybody else. My, you know, my feelings feel like everybody else. And it's, it's really weird how, you know, the space, Actually, it's a space phobia, you know, a phobia for space that people want to fill with thoughts, feelings, and emotions, more sex, like the sex that's actually not a, you know, a contribution to them, or relationships that are not a contribution to them, or whatever, just to not be the space that we are. It's really interesting. So maybe that's a new diagnosis, huh? Space phobia in a different way. What else is possible? <laughs> yeah. I like it. Cool. So, well, thank you both very much. Thank you, Jennifer. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. So I just found out something. The uh-huh. Zen apps are available in iTunes. Say what? The Xander apps are available in iTunes. Cool. You can go to iTunes and get a Zan app. Zan, Z-X-A-N or X-A-N-D-E-R app. Okay. How's that for fun? That was amazing. That's easy. So everybody can get one. iTunes, Sender app. And everybody should have one because when you hear that little voice going, what else is possible? <laughs> about it, it just cracks you up. Well, the only problem is he also does the crack up when he gets to smoking hot and he says it about five times. And when he gets to the last one, he laughs. But it's like you get to the point where you, it's so much fun to hear him laugh that you forget to answer your phone. And imagine you know being being out shopping and somebody you know your call, phone calls and says smoking hot that would yeah. be so funny. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. It's like people look at me very strangely. What's that? <laughs> I go, you know, what else is possible? So we have uh, Karen from Maine next. Hey Gary Susanna, thank you for taking my call. Um, I was wondering what are some pragmatic ways of dealing with psychopaths and sociopaths that are very charismatic and influence people, but they absolutely hate you and are out to get you? That's an amazing question. So psychopath, sociopath, they actually, they just, you know, what they want to do is they want to win. They want to, like, have control of the whole situation. So one way of, like, there's so many ways of dealing with them. Um, one of them would be to just give them the sense that they have won. You know, like, you still want to fight against them and show them that, oh, I'm right and you're wrong because it just really pisses you off, and that's absolutely not a problem. It's just does that really create more ease for you. So you want to show them, hey, yes, you have won. You got me there. So, so that would be one way of dealing with them. Um, so you're so, giving up? No, 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 no. You're just lying. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I'm wrong. Yeah. It's like you say that with any person who's a sociopath or a psychopath. You say it three times, and they will always turn around and go, oh, you're not wrong. You're just mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> and it works. Yeah. Okay. That sounds really simple. It is. It is. It's easy. And the other thing you can do when you're really with somebody who's a psychopath, you can look at them and you can say three times, you know what? Everything is the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. And if they're truly nuts, they'll get sane. (laughs) And if they're sane, they'll go nuts. 
and then you get rid of them. And this works with any crazy person, really any not so you can say that it works. <laughs> really? Okay. It works. It's so funny. Just remember, everything is the opposite of what it appears to be, and you're right. Everything is the opposite of what it appears to be, and nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. I mean, I did psychotherapy for, for years, right? And then this tool, everything is the opposite of what it appears to be, and nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. It changed any session I did. It's so easy. It's like, it's shame, it's like shamelessly easy. I mean, it's not supposed to be that easy when you deal with people who are nuts. It's supposed to take years and a lot of work to, you know, facilitate them or give them therapy. These tools, the access tools are amazing how much change they create and so easy. It's like, hello. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. So mm-hmm. how, how, does, uh, how do I get over, like I still hold on to the grudge or the hurts or yeah. whatever. So how do I let that go so that so, I'll keep bringing them back into my memory? Yeah, that's, that's something, you know, you can, you can use the tool interesting point of view. For example, if you okay. go, you know, you really make it vital about whatever you hold on to. Oh, wow, interesting point of view. I have this point of view that, you know, I'm right and he's wrong. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. And you do it over and over and over again until it's getting lighter. And it's also a matter of committing to your life. It's like when you're committed to your life, you go, oh, well, you know, not so here, not so there. Who cares? I'm committed to my life. So maybe committing to your life would be, to choose each AG, each joint glory, you know, um, or not having people weigh you down or not being the effect of other people. You know, this could be an aspect of, of committing to your life. And if you choose that, which is basically a choice, I mean, we can pot and pock until the cows come home and, and all that, but it's really just a choice to go, I am committing to my life. I'm not going to have these idiots run my life anymore. So, <laughs> Yeah. Let's say it as it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, and remember, when idiots are talking, they're like, they're like assholes. <laughs> comes out of what an asshole. What comes out? <laughs> shit, you know, shit and... Uh, farts. Shit and, and farts. You know, that's yep. all you get. Yep. Okay. And, all right, so, so this pissed off feeling that I have, just interesting point of view. Yeah. And then choose something yeah. else. We're going to have to go to break, but if you wait a minute, we'll come back and we'll talk a little more about it. How's that? All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. We're going to go to break, and we're going to sell you something or do something. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is. Hope you all do it. And go to iTunes and get Xander's apps, okay? Go to iTunes. Yeah. iTunes. <laughs> okay. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you in a minute. <laughs> Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? A dreamer? A seeker? An outsider? Always wrong no matter how hard you try? What if there's a completely different way of functioning in this reality? What if you, truly being you, could change everything and the world? If you'd like to find out, go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. Today, I live a life I couldn't even imagine possible at that time. I have the honor of traveling around the world facilitating thousands of people on how to change their lives with these very tools. I'd like to share some of them with you. Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for my free video series, My Gift to You. What if the tools to change everything are available now? 
In February, you can join me for a three and a half day intensive class in Hawaii. Are you ready to explore these tools in this energy live? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com. You know if this is for you, you always do. Hi, everybody. This is Gary Douglas. I'd like to invite you to the fun and joy of having a download of these wonderful clearings that we do in these shows. I realized that I've asked people to put them on loop and not very many people know how. So we decided that we'd offer you the chance to have us doing it for you and in our voice to make your life easier. Thanks for being with us and thanks for being part of our life. To sign up for the Pearls of Possibilities Clearings Program for only $5 a month, visit whenisthetime.com. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Hello, everybody. It's Gary, and welcome back to Access Consciousness on the Voice America Empowerment Network. And uh, my special guest today is Miss Susanna Mittemeyer. And so we're talking about pragmatic psychology and pragmatic tools to help your life. So we had, uh, let's see, who was it? Uh, Karen. It was Karen, yes. Yes. Yep. Karen. So. There? Okay, so let's talk about this, okay? So uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, you wanted to know what do you do with the feelings, okay? So are you aware that feelings are what you have to have before you can have thoughts? No. If you don't have a feeling, you can't have a thought. Interesting, okay. So why would you have a feeling of upset? <laughs> because I'm inventing it. So you can have the thoughts to drive yourself crazy. Okay. <laughs> so how do I manage or not to let go of the pissed off feelings when, you know, the psychopath and, yes. and the sociopath are well, so mean to me? Or so what is, what is the feeling actually? Is it a feeling or something else? <laughs> Well, it's a feeling of being pissed off. It's anger. It's Yes. Okay, so the one time in which anger is real is when you're lied to. Then, as a psychologist, I can tell you it's normal to be pissed off. <laughs> okay. So are you, are you really hurt or are you pissed? I think I'm, I don't know. I, I feel pissed, but I feel hurt, too. No, you're pissed, but then you have to think it into being, into having an upset about it so that you can think about it until you find a way to justify it. But in reality, I have to go, is, okay, is this guy lying? Oh, shit. Yep, I wouldn't lie. This person is saying to me is a lie. And acknowledging that you're more pissed than hurt, pissed is way more potent. It's like this potency that comes up of, you do not do this to me. It's like this pissed is more potency, which is not as okay as being hurt. Hurt is more the okay version. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm hurt. Okay, yep, I'm a normal human being. I'm hurt. You know, it's like this pathetic version of it, which is, is it okay. actually true? Or is this more the invention, the okay version of the pissed off? Yeah. Oh, it's, okay. Where you get to be pathetic and a victim. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. And what does a psychopath want to create, you ask? A victim. Exactly. So if you acknowledge the fact, I'm pissed, do it again, and I will cut off your testicle. Yep. <laughs> and or your tits, if it's a woman. No. <laughs> you know? Yep. Or, you know, the other one is, do that again, I'll cut off your tits. Yep. For the female version of psychopaths. <laughs> wow. Okay. And notice, I mean, I mean, you just thought about somebody that was a psychopath, and you just thought about doing that. Notice how much better you feel? <laughs> how happy is your body? <laughs> yes, okay. Okay, and you don't even have to say it. You just have to have that energy in your space. Wow, wow, okay. <laughs> and watch how it changes things. Okay. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> I'm very happy right now, so um, obviously that's very true for me that I can do that. So, cool. Thank you very much. Go back to your feelings. Okay. (laughs) It's not there. Oh, see? That's what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) See, one of the most amazing things is when you actually acknowledge what really is. Mm. It's like everything that you've made up about what's going on goes away. Wow. So when you acknowledge what is, the inventions go away. <laughs> and that was so easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's unfortunately, amazing. you know, if you really want to have an easy life, oh, yeah, you get to have an easy life. Wow. So consciousness and awareness really takes you to Easyville. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's fantastic. Well, thank you very much. Thank you both. Thank you for calling. Thanks for your questions. Take care. All right. Well, we have no more call. Or we did have one more call, I think. Oh, we do. Yeah. Petra from Virginia. Uh, Petra, are you there? Petra, Petra. Petra. Either she got her answer or she got petrified and couldn't stay on. <laughs> okay. So I think I would hate having a name like Petra because everybody would say, are you petrified yet? <laughs> like, it would make me crazy. But and it's easy for me to be crazy. So, uh, okay. So I think we're, you I have no idea what we're doing. Okay. So uh, with this new book you're writing, what yeah. You know, what is your point of view or what's happening with regard to these, you know, uh, the family? You mean parents and family? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's an awareness of how, how this top, like parents and, and family is one of the pe- things that people have as their main issues. So, for example, parents are usually the primary suspects for any kind of issue people have. And it's the you know, suspects as in reason and justification to why people have issues. And it's great to use, you know, and it works for psychology because if you go to a psychologist and you say, you know, I have this problem with blah, 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 you know, making money or with my marriage or my relationship, you know, it's always like a psychologist would believe you in a heartbeat if you use your parents as a reason and justification, which always leaves you in the absolute no choice 
like any conclusion or reason justification and for example using your parents and your childhood would leave you in the absolute no choice of not being able to change it but it's kind of this cozy you know reason and justification everybody would believe you in any conversation you have even with experts so this is what i'm looking to change showing people that they can have choice no matter what their past has been, no matter what their childhood has been. Because you are not your childhood. You're not your parents. You're you. What do you know that you haven't acknowledged? Exactly. I mean, it's always mm-hmm. interesting to me how much people like blame their parents for stuff. And I go, uh, what if your parents weren't responsible for the choices you made? Yep. They go, what? I said, yeah, what if your parents weren't responsible for the choices you made? Yeah. You, can, you can blame them, but if you're doing blame, are you actually being a victim or being, you know, it's like, are you really a victim of your parents? No. Is there something else that's going on? Yeah. And it's like, people think that the parents are the people who can always stop them and control them. It's like, no, you chose your parents and you chose, you know, you chose your parents and you chose them as the only people who could never control you. So... Maybe you want to acknowledge what's actually going on and what's true for you. And how can you use your parents? How can you use your, uh, your childhood and especially your parents to actually create for you? Whatever and whoever they are. Well, you know, it's like we have a caller on the line. We have Yay. from Colorado Springs. Hello, Gary. Hi, how are you? Well, I'm doing pretty well. How <laughs> the conversation the two of you are just having uh, is kind of ironic because I'm calling about a childhood pattern <laughs> that was established <laughs> with my parents. Okay. Um, my was- dad, in his younger years and in his drinking years, uh, uh, would really cheat people and then come home and, uh, you know, brag about it, how he got them to spend their money. And he was very handsome and very charming. And I often, when I hear you and, and Dane talking about, well, I'm charging all this money because of this, and I get that feeling that goes back to when I would be listening to my dad. And then the other day I was listening over and over to a um, uh, Dane's ESB and it just, I almost came up out of it. I was almost asleep, and I was listening to it, and it, it, I just jumped up, and felt, it felt like I was being groomed. Wow. So anyway, I'm, you know, I know these are just stuff from old okay. stuff, from so, childhood, and can you help me? So how many lies did your father tell you that you tried to make truth? Probably lots. So everything that is times a yes. God's we just trying to create it all. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, beyonds. Now, it's like, is there any chance that maybe your father lied about all the people he took advantage of? I think so. That's how he made his living for a while. I mean, that's what supported us. I didn't ask you that question. Is it a possibility he lied a lot? Well, anything is a possibility. He did lie. Okay, he, good. He I mean, was an alcoholic, I, and you know, these were during his drinking years. So, yes, he was a liar. It's like, so your father is a liar, so you're going to believe him and base your life on him. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. So everything you did to base your life in any way, shape, or form on the lies your father told, we just trying to create all that. Yes. 
riding around getting bad pot and pock all night, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because the biggest difficulty is people lie. Mm. You know? And yeah. your dad is one of those people that lied. Mm. How lucky are you? Oh, yeah, that's not lucky, is it? <laughs> so you got to look at it, and it's like, so what do you, you know, it's like, you, you know, did you know when he was lying? I don't think I consciously knew. I, I, I didn't ask I, that I question. take people pretty literally. I, yeah, but you see, it's like what you're trying to do is take him literally when in actuality, I think you probably knew when he was lying. And instead of acknowledging you and trusting you, you kept trying to trust him. Mm. So everything that is times a godzillion, we just try to create it all. Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So this is what I what I see so many people do, um, like give up their knowing in favor of, like say, let's say family or parents or anything. Like anybody you try to make more valuable, and family and parents would be one of the people that one of the people that um, most people make more valuable than them. It's like truly, who are you making more valuable than you where you give up your knowing? Uh, so everything that that is, will you please destroy and create it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Yes. You're going to take away my pocking and potting? Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> but that's one of the things I like about you. So, yep. Judy, how much of your knowing did you invalidate because of your dad's lying? A lot, a little, or megatons, or almost all of it? Megatons. So everything you've done to do that, will you destroy and create all that and allow your knowing to come back, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, beyonds. Wow, that's cool. And he was so handsome and charming, and I never have, never would have anything to do with a handsome, charming man. Well, of course and not. all that handsome man you have excluded from your life... Because yeah. they need to be liars, because your dad was. Will you please destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Yeah. I just got right. zillion right from good, fat, pot, fuck, all night, shirts, poisons. Beyond. <laughs> Too cute. Well, Judy, I think you're going to have to call us back again to talk more about that. You keep running this thing about how many lies did I buy from my da- dad. And all right. All those. Until you get to the point where you look at a you know, handsome man and go, you know, and you go, Never mind. He's just handsome. He's not a liar. When you get to that, you're fine. And who cares if he's a liar? Cute. <laughs> well, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. I'm really Thank you. So this. we got a minute, Miss Susanna. We got to mention our class. We got a class coming up. Yes. So Gary and I will be facilitating the first three-day advanced pragmatic psychology class uh, in August, 7th to 9th of August in Chicago. And the cool thing is that this class actually will be live streamed worldwide. So if you want to join us on this three-day adventure of pragmatic psychology, you can do this anywhere in the world, live stream to your home, via the internet, to your computer. Really excited. So there you go, folks. Final commercial. Okay, no. Yes. I think we have some more commercials after this or something. But at any rate, 
You know, it's like, I hope you all join us. Consider the possibility if you want some more awareness and more possibility. And please remember that, you know, welcome to our world where nothing is what it appears to be. And everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. Okay? So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thanks for being here today, Susanna. You're awesome. Thank I adore you. you. Take care. You too. Bye, everybody. Bye. We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Welcome to the world.